Our final question for today is 584. Why do we say our father? Our expresses a totally new relationship with God. When we pray to the Father, we adore and glorify Him with the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Christ, we are His people and He is our God, now and for eternity. In fact, we also say our Father because the Church of Christ is a communion of a multitude of brothers and sisters who have but one heart and mind. Acts chapter 4 verse 32 For my personal reflection, today I'll cover questions 582 through 584. God transcends gender or any category we know and structures that we live under as human beings. So why do we pray our father and not as our mother? It is for the very simple reason that Jesus revealed God to us as our father. So it's an error to modify the words of the prayer taught to us by Christ. Also, we must realize that it is human pride that instills these kinds of distortions and desires to modify the words of the prayer taught to us by Jesus himself. We do know in the scriptures, God speaks to us, his people, in a paternal and maternal way. As an example, we know God said, even if a mother forgets the child in her womb, he would not forget us. So we know that God relates to us in both a paternal way and maternal way in the scriptures. But we also know that Jesus revealed God, our creator, to us as our father. And that God is pure spirit and he transcends gender. So when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we must always use the words which Jesus taught us. Yes, we have slightly different versions of the Lord's Prayer in the Gospels and the words are not identical. But the core of the prayer, including addressing God, our Creator, as our Father, is consistent. We must always strive to work towards unity of faith and not cause unnecessary divisions in faith because of human pride. We dare to call God our Father because of our trust in the salvific action of Christ through which we have, by our acceptance of the sacraments and our response to God's call and His initiative, we have become adopted children of God. That is why we can dare to call God our Father in union with Christ and in union with the communion of saints, both alive on earth and those who are in heaven. I'd like to read a couple of excerpts from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Paragraph 2767, we read, The first communities prayed the Lord's Prayer three times a day in place of the 18 benedictions customary in Jewish piety. And in 2768, St. John Chrysostom says, 
the lord teaches us to make prayer in common for all our brethren for he did not say my father who art in heaven but our father offering petitions for the common body and in paragraph 2777 we read from the burning bush moses heard a voice saying to him do not come near put off your shoes from your feet for the place on which you are standing is holy ground only jesus could cross that threshold of the divine holiness for when he had made purification for sins that's in hebrews he brought us into the father's presence here i am and the children god has given me and so it is only through the righteousness of christ we can dare to call god as our father and we know that the first christian communities prayed together the lord's prayer as a community of faith and we read saint ambrose in paragraph 2783 o man you did not dare to raise your face to heaven you lowered your eyes to the earth and suddenly you have received the grace of christ all your sins have been forgiven from being a wicked servant you have become a good son then raise your eyes to the father who has begotten you through baptism to the father who has redeemed you through his son and say our father but do not claim any privilege he is a father in a special way only of christ but he is a common father of us all because while he has begotten only christ he has created us then also say by his grace our father so that you may merit being his son and in paragraph 2787 and 2785 we read the free gift of adoption requires on our part continual conversion and new life first the desire to become like him second a humble and trusting heart that enables us to turn and become like children and so my dear friends in order for us to be able to call god our father we need to become like children we need to be children who are confident who are trusting and who are simple who are forgiving and who are forgiven who ask and never doubt that they will receive and who place their complete trust in the loving hands of their heavenly father and god loves us more than we can imagine he loves us enough to send his only son to die for us on the cross so that he can reunite us to himself and so we can call god as our father lovingly trustingly and in humility that's my reflection for today i hope you have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening our final question for today is 584 why do we say our father our 
expresses a totally new relationship with God. When we pray to the Father, we adore and glorify Him with the Son and the Holy Spirit. In Christ, we are His people and He is our God, now and for eternity. In fact, we also say our Father because the Church of Christ is a communion of a multitude of brothers and sisters who have but one heart and mind. Acts chapter 4 verse 32 For my personal reflection, today I'll cover questions 582 through 584. God transcends gender or any category we know and structures that we live under as human beings. So why do we pray our father and not as our mother? It is for the very simple reason that Jesus revealed God to us as our father. So it's an error to modify the words of the prayer taught to us by Christ. Also, we must realize that it is human pride that instills these kinds of distortions and desires to modify the words of the prayer taught to us by Jesus himself. We do know in the scriptures, God speaks to us, his people, in a paternal and maternal way. As an example, we know God said, even if a mother forgets the child in her womb, he would not forget us. So we know that God relates to us in both a paternal way and maternal way in the scriptures. But we also know that Jesus revealed God, our creator, to us as our father. And that God is pure spirit and he transcends gender. So when we pray the Lord's Prayer, we must always use the words which Jesus taught us. Yes, we have slightly different versions of the Lord's Prayer in the Gospels and the words are not identical. But the core of the prayer, including addressing God, our Creator, as our Father, is consistent. We must always strive to work towards unity of faith and not cause unnecessary divisions in faith because of human pride. We dare to call God our Father because of our trust in the salvific action of Christ through which we have, by our acceptance of the sacraments and our response to God's call and His initiative, we have become adopted children of God. That is why we can dare to call God our Father in union with Christ and in union with the communion of saints, both alive on earth and those who are in heaven. I'd like to read a couple of excerpts from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. Paragraph 2767, we read, The first communities prayed the Lord's Prayer three times a day in place of the 18 benedictions customary in Jewish piety. And in 2768, St. John Chrysostom says, The Lord teaches us to make prayer in common for all our brethren. For he did not say, My Father who art in heaven, but our Father 
offering petitions for the common body. And in paragraph 2777, we read, From the burning bush, Moses heard a voice saying to him, Do not come near, put off your shoes from your feet, for the place on which you are standing is holy ground. Only Jesus could cross that threshold of the divine holiness. For when he had made purification for sins, that's in Hebrews, he brought us into the Father's presence. Here I am and the children God has given me. And so it is only through the righteousness of Christ we can dare to call God as our Father. And we know that the first Christian communities prayed together the Lord's Prayer as a community of faith. And we read St. Ambrose in paragraph 2783, O man, you did not dare to raise your face to heaven. You lowered your eyes to the earth and suddenly you have received the grace of Christ. All your sins have been forgiven. From being a wicked servant, you have become a good son. Then raise your eyes to the Father who has begotten you through baptism, to the Father who has redeemed you through His Son and say, Our Father, but do not claim any privilege. He is a Father in a special way only of Christ, but He is a common Father of us all because while He has begotten only Christ, He has created us. Then also say by His grace, Our Father, so that you may merit being his son. And in paragraph 2787 and 2785 we read, The free gift of adoption requires on our part continual conversion and new life. First, the desire to become like him. Second, a humble and trusting heart that enables us to turn and become like children. And so, my dear friends, in order for us to be able to call God our Father, we need to become like children. We need to be children who are confident, who are trusting, and who are simple, who are forgiving and who are forgiven, who ask and never doubt that they will receive, and who place their complete trust in the loving hands of their Heavenly Father. And God loves us more than we can imagine. He loves us enough to send His only Son to die for us on the cross so that He can reunite us to Himself. And so we can call God as our Father lovingly, trustingly and in humility. That's my reflection for today. I hope you have a blessed day everyone and thank you for listening.